When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome back to another edition of Sick Meh Bows. What did you say, young man? Suck my balls. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What I meant to say was, is how would you like to suck our balls? Right here on a litany of podcast networks i'm your host the most listen on the northwest coast your boy msg i'm not alone this week after coming off my solo show this week and if you if you're watching the podcast or you recognize the voice you'll know that that's not scoop once more uh update on the scoop situation uh scoop has decided to uh fly to indonesia he told me that's his plan this week joe he's like you know what fuck it i'm going on vacation I'm going to Indonesia, and I'm getting some Taiwanese people hookers. I'm sorry if I, that's that's the wrong culture, and I'm being uh, you know uh, insensitive, but uh, you know he's gonna get some hookers. Um, Joe, I'm just waiting for the piped-in clip of "I have gone back to my home planet," <laughs> and then the and then the placard. Yeah, you know, I you know what thinking about it, I should have come in better with uh, you know, Ian's gone back to the mainland. He's gonna do his Anawanawea or whatever it is, and he's gonna become a man. <laughs> so yes, that's why he's he's on, he's on yeah. a spirit quest. He's I know I keep quest. I know I keep referencing the wrong franchise, but everything in life goes back to that franchise, this franchise, and professional wrestling. No, it's true. Well, professional wrestling, you can like use professional wrestling in any context and even South Park proves it like it's that's why it's so good. And they do it great. It's probably one of their best episodes in their latter years. Oh, it's so good. Um, But that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Season two, episode 13. I'm again joined by Dirty JV, Joe Vernola. Welcome back once again. Uh, Us here. 
Oh, great to be here. Thank you for having me once again. How's life uh, in Corona lockdown? I mean, you're just like, yeah, I'll do an episode. Let's do it. <laughs> yo, it's starting to open back up. Right. But um, I mean, like restaurants and all that stuff for 50% capacity. You can't sit at a bar yet. So like almost, there's almost still talk to chicks again, Joe. We can almost talk to chicks. Again. Yeah, almost, almost. I mean, like. <laughs> I've been working on those pickup lines like, hey, nice mask. Yeah, but, yeah, I, you know, hey, you know what I think? I mean, I'm really is this going to be a way to pick up chicks? And I'm not advocating for getting microchipped or just going and getting your coronavirus like, you know, medical test if you don't need it. But if you do go get one, could you like walk into a bar and like do you, do you get like some sort of certification like, hey, what's up, girl? You know I'm clean. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Corona clean, baby. Like I, I used to be able to brag that I was immune to anthrax. Thank you very much, Uncle wow. Sam. Uh yeah, it's part of being in the Navy. But like they, now like, expose it to you so that way you can be, or can you not wait, hold on. Can you not can you not reveal that? Is that is that classified information? Oh no, there's a vaccination for it. So oh. It's yeah, not Joe. like they just give you a bunch of Cipro or something. Come on, Joe. I thought you <laughs> like were in, in a tank or something, and they were like, you will sit here while the anthrax falls on you. At the same time, the antidote will be sprayed on you within 30 seconds. Well, so I you was... could survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in a giant aircraft carrier, and they said, you will take this shot in the arm. And you will not bitch about it. We own you. Well, that's that you signed the contract, I guess, right? Yeah. Everyone keeps telling me they're like, hey, bro, you know, you're like 32. You could still join the reserves if you want to. And then I went back to school and I, of course, I'm graduating. I've mentioned that a couple times. Haha, ha, I'm gloating because I don't get a ceremony. Uh, so I get a virtual ceremony. Fine. The just rub it in this college dropout space uh, 10 second snapchat is my ceremony i get to submit a 10 second snapchat filter blah 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 what was i talking about i i've totally lost my train of thought here. i'm talking so... about college or you were someone was telling you to join the reserves oh so yeah you... dude so and then like... basically you smartened up i'm yes. guessing <laughs> well what i was gonna say is after i you know graduated here in the last couple months man I've been getting text messages from recruiters and I'm like, man, they sold my data, motherfuckers. So they're hitting me up and like I, a couple of them. Well, the first one hits me up and I'm like, who is this? Is this Matthew? And I was like, please identify yourself. Oh, my name was blah, 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 with the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. And Joe, by the fourth time, this is my response. I am not. I am not now or ever going to be attending boot camp at the age of 32. I have a full-time job in the media thanks to this college that I attended and you garnered my information from. And finally, uh, and this is just uh, God on his shoes, bro. I will not take orders from the guy who's the head in chief. So <laughs> my when I was no responses when you yeah. lock it down like that. You can't, you can't come back. I'm not taking I'm not taking orders from him. If it was any other president, I'd be like, maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> like, I'm not taking from that guy. So my sister dropped me off at the recruiter one time uh, while I because I had to do like check-ins and all that crap. 
And so the recruiter tries to do his recruiting thing with my sister. And this is like right in the middle of don't ask, don't tell and all that. And she just looks at him, takes a deep breath. I'm a lesbian who's HIV positive. You want nothing to do with me. It was a total lie, but like that she was ready to go with that, like right away. And he just like, okay, never going to call you. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I got out of it uh, when I was a young, younger, a couple different ways. Uh, one, uh, I did develop because of working as like a checker as, as a kid while your body is developing. I ended up developing flat feet for a little bit. For so, like I was like, "Oh, I have plantar fasciitis. I can, I can't do it." And then the other one I really like leaned on, which got me out of it. Can still get you out of this day if you don't are on proper medication for five years. You just say, "Tell me you're bipolar or whatever." I'm like, "Yep, I'm bipolar, and I'm not on meds." And they go, "Oh, don't give me the military." I'm like, "Cool, sweet, thanks. Gotta go." Like, not doing that. No, I'm not gonna be your zombie. So I, I don't want to be on your drugs. I'd rather look for natural, all better ways to deal with it myself. I'm not gonna tell you what's best for you. I'm gonna find what's best for me, and you know, you know, not be zombied out. You know, I was young and but whatever's respected. No, I was young right. and needed the money and was willing to whore myself out to Uncle Sam. Oh, dude, like if uh, when I was a kid growing up, I wanted to go Navy because Navy had the broadcasting and communications like feel. That was why I wanted to do. Yeah, that was my plan. But then like I after taking like Army ROTC, JROTC and I did took Navy R JROTC, I got burned so hard in the Naval JROTC like because of me being so young. I ascended so high in the army ROTC that when we moved, like they like gave me E6, bro. Like I came in like a freshman E6 where you have these seniors who are still E4s and E5. So they're pissed at me. Yeah. They would kick, they would just kick the shit out of me for no reason. And like, and I just like, got soured on all of it. So uh, yeah, my parents, moved, my parents moved us and never had to deal with it again. That's maybe that's how I got flat feet. I don't know. Anyway, we're on a South Park podcast, yes, Joe. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry too. That might get edited out. Who knows? If it didn't, we didn't get listen. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. <laughs> we both want to roll the window we now. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. We'll know the day after. <laughs> we'll know we're not two dead. days before the day after tomorrow. That's that's the day. <laughs> if we wake up tomorrow we'll know we're not dead or no we're not dead so we are here for season two episode number 13 cow days a, a very interesting episode i would say it has yeah. some highs it has some it has some lows um I, I think the the concept and the execution were probably debatable uh, as far as what they were doing for this episode, right. it's not. I don't think when you go down the list, like I'm going to tell, be upfront right now with the listeners, it's not my top 100 for this episode. Um, it, you know, it's a good episode. I tell you that, like it's top 200 for sure, but it's not my top 100 episodes of all time. It's funny. It's got some yeah. good stuff in here, but other than Cartman and his sucky sucky five dollars, there's really nothing to like. There's long lasting from you know South Park itself um, historically. The the whole cult like following that the cows have of the clock is 
the thing that has stuck with me. And I remember seeing this when I was 14 and everything. And did like, so this is now 21 years or so that it's that like that stuck with me more than anything. It was where like for you, it was the sucky sucky thing. And it took me seeing him getting kicked in the head to re Oh yeah, that's this episode. But I'm kind of on the same place with like it's in the right half of the top 50% or so. But it's yeah, like this is now we're getting to the end before the beginning. But anything else I got to say in that regard, I'll say for the end. <laughs> well, we can definitely get right into it. As we mentioned, it's the 13th episode. Cow Days is what it's titled. So. Here's how the episode opens up. It opens up on a game show with a couple. They're named Tom and Mary. And I believe what I'm trying to recall what the name of the game show was. It was like, what? What was that? Or what the hell was that? Or what the hell was that? And they're asked a question. What is the uh, skin that separates the uh, male anus and the uh, testicles? Which, like, I always called it the taint as a right. kid. Right. The, South Park, the grundle. It's, you know, South Park teaches you something new as the female replies that it's the upper vascular hood. Right. So that, is, that is apparently the uh, terminology for the taint. Uh, it's not even, like, the upper vascular hood. That's, like, the, the acronym would be TVH, so that doesn't even make sense as taint. I don't, where does taint come from? Taint the balls, taint the ass. South Park, they always like come up with these weird names and stuff like that. They just pull out. Like last week, for those who listened, I was laughing to myself tremendously to the word skylarking. I've been using that for the last couple days to people. Like I was, I was like driving down the street and some kids ran in front of my car. And I, as an old man, I was like, yep. And I rolled down the window. I was like, hey, you kids. Stop skylarking in the street. <laughs> and like there was like a moment that even they were like, <laughs> like they just ran out of the way. Like I knew they were thinking, what the fuck is skylarking? Yeah, what the hell? Skylarking. Someone DM'd me. They, they DM'd me the definition of skylarking. One of the fans of the show, thank you very much. Uh, and it was like, you know, tomfoolery shenanigans, you know, you know. Uh, procrastinating doing you know essentially to, you, know, you know not whatever that all those definitions above so but skylarking is a funny word joe yes yes it is skylarking is a funny word shenanigans is a funny word shenanigans i, I was gonna say that's a word that comes up a lot <laughs> it does come up a lot as we pan over as the because what happens on this game show is tom and mary they win the game show with that answer and they were hoping to get a trip to, you know, Tahiti or Hawaii or somewhere islandy. But, they, you know, overall, somewhere they would be happy to go to on a vacation. <laughs> and then right. the, announce, the announcer comes on. Tell them what they won, Tom. Right, tell them what they've won. Tom and Mary, put on your cowboy hats because you're going to beautiful South Park, Colorado. Where? That's right. Just in time for Cow Days, the world's 45th biggest rodeo and carnival. 
Every fall, South Park celebrates Cow Days, and you're going to be a part of it. You'll stay at the fabulous Super 7 Hotel on Bernard Road and enjoy festivities including prizes, rides, and, of course, the world-famous running of the cows. Congratulations, Tom and Mary. Well, Tom and Mary, you just won us a trip to South Park, Colorado's 14th Annual Cow Day Festival. That's right. And they're like, at the end of this, they're like, even the, was it Tom, the the husband's like, ah, oh, damn it. Right. They were not happy. That's a, a pretty shitty prize package to give, Joe. Would you? Would... Oh, I totally agree. And I was just uh, making a quick ad. Um, and while he's going down on it, I think he says something like it's the 42nd largest rodeo 45th or something. Yeah. 45th. Yeah. Like, and he's saying that like, it's a huge accomplishment and like the 45th largest rodeo in the country. (laughs) I'm just like, of course, they'll experience carnival rides, shows and the running of the cows. (laughs) Yeah. Shows, games and prizes. And there's like two different booths. It was, it was great. Like oh, it was bad though. It's such a shitty. Yeah, it, it, exactly. But yeah, it's it's your terrible, terrible local carnival. It's and, bad. Yeah, it, it's 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 not good. So speaking of that carnival, the boys are at the carnival. You know, they're walking around. You know, and they, and they spot some Terrence and Philip dolls that are on a ball throwing game. So Cartman walks up and. You know, first they question the validity of how good these dolls are. And the guy tries to explain to him, no, they're real authentic. Look, they even have a signature of Terrence and Philip, which, you know, looks like a four-year-old. So, like, why not? So they believe that that was their signature. Doesn't explain the rules or further anything of how you acquire these Terrence and Philip dolls. Just if you get a ball through Jennifer Love Hewitt's mouth, you can win them. So the boys, so that being Carmen, I, I can get the ball through Jennifer Love Hewitt's mouth. Uh, throws the ball. First attempt does not get it. Second attempt does not. Kyle uh, eggs him on, and Carmen's like, "Well, let's see if you can do it." Carmen, uh, Kyle does throw that ball, and it does. It should have gone through the mouth. It, it you know, it it hit it, and it got stuck. Coming to the conclusion, they don't have any more money to continue playing this game because Kyle's like, "Give me more money, fat boy." And Carmen's like laughing. He's like, "I don't have any money," and he, you know, unfortunately. Kyle uh, finds another way to play this game. Now, this carnival game and other carnival games that I've been to, there, you know, there's been some games where you're like, this is some bullshit. You, yes. you, you're, you're like, well, this is some shenanigans. Uh, have you ever experienced in your trips, uh, domestically or internationally, Joe, some shady carnivals? Let me tell you about a midway inside a casino called the Circus Circus. (laughs) Hold on, let me get my blanket and pillow. I swear to God, every stereotype about carnivals comes to life in this casino. Because that's where parents would dump their kids off. Before and this was before they even put the theme park in that big giant pink dome next to it. But it has like the ball in the basket or like shooting the basketballs that are larger than the hoop that you're trying to shoot it into. But you can't really tell. It's but um and maybe I just suck at those games, so I think they're rigged. But 
fuck the circus circus. Yeah, I've never. Reach- yeah, I think I might have gone to out of ten carnivals. I might have won uh, prizes at one of them, and you can't even really consider it a carnival. It's more of a theme park, and that's Magic Mountain. Because yeah. I, think, I think too many people have complained. So, like, you can't rig. They don't rig their games. Like, you can win their games. Like, especially the basketball. If you know how to shoot a basketball, you can fucking win prizes easily. I've won a bunch of prizes off of just shooting hoops from the fucking three-pointer line. So, I'm, I'm just right. saying. And I had a hoop in my backyard, so the circus circus is rigged. It's rigged, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. They gave me a they gave me a cantaloupe for a ball and a weird hoop size. The fuck is this shit? Exactly, man. All you gotta do is read up what Hunter S. Thompson said about that place in Fear and Loathing, and it's true. Man, I I miss Magic Mountain, Joe. What what theme parks do you have in Colorado? Um any? We've got Lakeside. But that's kind of older. That's like one of those super old theme parks that like only Mick Foley would go to. Okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't think there's like any like actual like big name theme park or anything like that. And we still got to go to LA or Texas for a Six Flags. I think the closest one to me here is Quarter Lane. I think it's called Silverwood or something like that. I don't know. Silver something. It's a big. I guess it's Northwest one got a roller coaster or two or whatnot. It's nothing like a magic mountain. You know, right, if you've gone, right. After you go to a magic mountain, nothing comes close to that unless you get something comparable. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Like, unless you're yeah. going to travel to other magic mountains. Like I have always wanted to travel to some of the other ones. Like I haven't gone to the East coast one, the New Jersey one. I've gone to six flags, Texas, but, and I've gone to six flags in Cali. But I'd like to go to the New Jersey one. I'd like to go. I think there's one in Japan. I want to say Six Flags Japan. Yeah, there is. I didn't get to go to it. I want to go to that one. Friggin' like uh, King's Dominion in Virginia. It's a Paramount Park, but King's Dominion is pretty baller. Oh, you know what? I should correct myself. There is a, a Six Flags water park here in Washington. It's in like Tacoma. It's like outside Tacoma, near uh, like you're on your way to Federal Way. I forget the name of it, but it's like a a water park slash roller coaster. But they're not really roller coasters. They're like small little dingy ones. Yeah, one of them's got one loop. Uh, but other than that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Enchanted something. I okay. forget what it's called. But yeah, you go there for the water rides. That's why you go there. The water's got all the because they got like the good slides and stuff like that. It's a good place to go during the summer. That's it, man. I don't have a lot of water parks, but you know, I don't go to a lot of carnivals. I've worked at some carnivals. You've worked at some carnivals. I mean, I I did photography for carnivals. Um, I got paid to like work out in Sacramento at Sacramento State Fair. Got to see a couple different Sacramento King players come in. I just worked in the booth. Like I was just good at selling shit. Once they realized I was good at selling shit, and they were like, "Wait a minute, we could put this guy inside rather than have him take pictures." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's air conditioned. I just sit here and talk to people." Fuck yeah, cool. I'll do that. (laughs) Easy peasy. Carnivals. Back to this. Uh, So after the boys decide that you know they're going to try and get some money, Kyle runs out and he finds his mom, who's in a rally. 
as the, everyone's at this rally of all the cow days, and we see Tom and Mary, they've now joined, and it's been announced to commemorate this 45th annual cow days festival. They're going to unveil this cow statue. So the mayor and Jimbo take off the cow statue, and it rings, ding, boo. This year is a very special cow days because we are revealing our all-new cow memorial, which will live forever in South Park from this day forward. Release the curtain. And everyone cheers. Ah! And Tom and Mary are like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Tom's yeah. Like, it's our only vacation, Mary. Just let's try to enjoy it. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, that's a pretty shitty vacation. And they announced that there's going to be the running of the cows. Uh, so they're like, you know, before the running of the cows starts, though, Sheila and Gerald are approached by Kyle to get more money. Mom, give me more money. Give me some money. She's like, all right, we'll get out of here. After he eventually bribes her, she's like, you need to get out of here before all this goes down, running the cows. He's like, I don't care. Give me some money or give me some money or, or give me some money and I'll leave. So she gives him some money. He leaves. They start this running the cows. You see Haffy with no legs at the starting <laughs> line. Yes. Oh, this is ridiculous. Hooray. Hooray for Haffy. So they're like, let's start the, 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 the running of the cows. The cows are all like in a pen. Everyone's lined up. One, two, three. They let the cow, you know, shoot the gun, open up the gate. The cows don't even really come out. Everyone just freaks out, runs out. As Jimbo tells them to begin, uh, you know, I, I don't have to remind you that three people died last year. Well, this <laughs> is why they died. Because people are just running crazily through the streets. One guy does get killed as he runs through it. What looks like a power line that broke down, broke off, and the cows didn't even move. They just chilled, hung out in the the you know the grass, ate some some grass. That's what cows do. I mean, Joe, uh, ha- have you ever participated in a running on the bulls? <laughs> no, no, I have not. I know not. You, I haven't been to Europe to do so. You're in the navy, don't you? Sail the seven seas. And I only sailed the seas by the Pacific. So I just I have Australia. A, so my real question is, is how many seven seas? How many seas did you get to see, Joe? Um, I didn't get to see any actual seas, but I got to see the Indian Ocean and pretty much all of the Pacific. A lot of the Pacific. Anyway. I need to know how many seas you sailed right now, Joe. How many seas did you sail? <laughs> I sailed zero seas. I am not a Somalian pirate. We no, no, no. That's not where I'm going with. I just need on like on a. If you were to count, how many seas did you sail across? I sailed across zero seas, but two oceans. See, that's bullshit. They fucking promised you that. No, no, no. I got to go across one sea. I did sail through the South China Sea. That one I may not have been able to say. In the Navy, you're supposed to be able to sail the seven seas. You did not get to sail the seven seas. Joe, you had a legitimate grievance to file. Why didn't you take advantage of that? Because they're giving me free health insurance, a guaranteed home loan, and they paid for school. Fair enough. And I got to go to a sea that I probably shouldn't have said I got to go to. What? I don't know what people were talking about. What are you talking about? We were talking uh, I don't about know. I said something 30 talk, seconds talk, ago. We're talking yeah. about South Park. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. You know, South Park. Oh, you can be Somalian pirates, me. 
lots of Malian pirates. We with a yo ho ho, yo ho we. Yeah. Anyway, on their way back now uh, from the carnival, Cartman suggests that they go on some of the rides. <laughs> now that they got this money, he's Cartman's because uh, Kyle does the math, and he's like, "Look, dude, we got fifteen dollars between us, so that means we should be able to play or should be able to get nine balls. So it's three dollars, three balls for every five dollars. Five dollars, three balls, right?" Cartman's like. Nah, dude, that's fine. We should go on some rides. And Kyle's like, no, dude, we don't have the money. And he's like, nah, dude, don't worry about it. We, we got enough money. And he's like, all right, you better not mess this up, fat boy. So they end up going on this first ride. It's called the Chamber of Farts. Do you dare to enter the Chamber of Farts? The, cha- you th- the Chamber of Farts is not horror, but it does have farts. farts. <laughs> so... The Chamber of Thoughts has another victim, eh? Don't be afraid. There aren't any ghouls here. Only thoughts! God damn it! What the hell was that? Perhaps you need some more thoughts! Alright, boys, ride's over. That was the dumbest ride I've ever seen. Yeah, what the hell kind of carnival company are you? So they get farted on, dude. Um, have you ever been on shitty carnival rides like this where they're just stupid and cheesy and you're like, what the fuck did I just come to? Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I've never gone on those rides. Like, I've seen them. And I'm just like, I'm not going on that ride. Like, I consider it's a small world after all to kind of be like that ride. Yeah. To be honest. Like if anybody's ever gone to it, been on the "It's a Small World" line from Disneyland, I never understood why the line was so long after you went on it. Like you wait in this fucking line, you get inside, and you're like, "I waited inside for animatronic figures singing songs." That's what I waited for. It's a tiny, tiny world. Reference. <laughs> yeah, no. This itchy- is for betraying the shareholders. <laughs> Uh, itchy and scratchy land. Yes. Uh, so I never understood like uh, it's a small world after all. Like I get it for the time when it was created. Maybe it was novel back then during the seventies and eighties and even into the early nineties. But by that point, I was a kid and I was watching cartoons. You know what I mean? So like the the animatronic nature of like singing had already worn off because Disney was already doing shit like this. Or you went to Chuck E. Cheese and the stupid mouse fucking sang to you. I wrote that thing in 1990 and that was after we had already done Space Mountain. So like even in 1990, I'm like, no, this isn't this is like you said, Chuck E. Cheese or Pistol Pete's. I'm like. Yeah, this was like totally something I could have seen at Pistol Pete's or I'm trying to remember the friggin' name of the band with the gorilla now. I don't know. Because man. that was the same thing. It was the same damn thing. Gorilla George, that's what we'll call him. <laughs> yeah. Sure. One of your know. viewers one of your viewers is gonna come in and <laughs> say what it is. Well fuck you! It's not George, it's Jameson, <laughs> asshole! And there's just the name of the band! You guys are idiots! You don't even fucking respect musicians trying to sit back there with your fucking keyboard and your little fucking stupid band. Yeah, I fucking looked you up. Fuck you. Your stupid fucking bullet club shirt. 
Fucking nerd, you live oh, in the basement. A, it's over 9,000, huh? Yeah, 9,000 bullshit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not a lot of fucking yeah. rails here. Okay, so on their way back through the carnival, Cartman suggests they go on those rides after they do that. Then they do the line ride. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, a real-life uh, imitation of, uh, of a real-life line for a real big ride. So they're in the line ride. They do the whole line ride after they get done with the line ride. <laughs> the lady's like, you, you want to take a picture? You want a photo op of your time in the line ride? Would you like to buy a photo of you boys enjoying the line ride? How much? Just $3? Oh, that's, that's pretty sweet. You dumbass, Cartman. What? This is cool. No, it's not cool. That's cool. <laughs> Cartman's like, oh, that's pretty sweet. And Kyle's like, no, that's stupid. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cool. It's cute. He's all trying to justify it. So, you know, they spend a good portion of their money. So much so, Joe, that at the end, they only have $3. In fact, they're only $3. It's uh, quite sad, quite, uh, you know, stupid of Cartman. And, uh, you know, the, the bull, while the cow shit's going on, they now they've got to make a decision. How are they going to get this money to play more Terrence and Philip Dolls? Because Kyle really wants these dolls like Cartman's like it's a no big deal whatever he spends money all the time stupid bullshit and he's just trying to have a good time with his friends you know what i mean he got a picture as a memento it's pretty cute you, to, you know you have to take a picture of your friends like i know some of those people can be annoying but like you know i, I think i can it's go pretty sweet, you guys. It's pretty sweet, you guys. I, I think i got a picture of my friends here over here at the fucking zoo that i can go pull out of a box if i really wanted to so like i get Cartwins coming, and you know the last couple episodes with clubhouses. You know, they've been kind of being a dick to Cartman. You know, mm -hmm. Cartman's trying to. You know, they're kicking him, kicking Kenny him out of the group. You know, they're not letting him take pictures together. Kyle really wants some fucking stupid shitty dolls. Who's the real asshole here, ladies and gentlemen? Who? What? Who's really? Is it the fault of the monster? Who did they create? All right. How did Cartman really turn out the way he becomes? Is it really his fault or is it influenced because of evolution of his parents, not having parents, then thinking his mom's a hermaphrodite and getting lied to? And on top of that, his friends are assholes. And we have no idea how big of pricks they were to him in first and second grade either. You know, like this sounds like it was it seems like it's pretty perpetual. Yeah, perpetual. So they were probably been doing it for a few years. Actually, we know for a fact they were doing it to him in preschool. Because they were giving him they were giving they were calling him fat boy even back in preschool and kindergarten. Come on, fat boy. Yeah. <sighs> not good, man. It's not good. It's not, it's not Cartman's fault. I, I you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm say convinced. yes. I'm going to, you know, as an adult, if he was an adult, there's relies a responsibility in the adult to get the help you need to become a better person as an eighth grader. I'm sorry, as an eight year old who is or nine year old or 10 year old now, technically, because Stan just turned 10 in the later season. So we'll say they're all 10 as a fourth, fifth grader. He's just a kid. 
there's some responsibility that lies with his parents, and there's also some responsibility that lies within the educators and adults and people that are surrounded in that town. So at this point, I'm going to say that Cartman is a representation of the town of South Park. It's a representation of their lack of care and love and support for one another, and he is the overall monster itself that is a representation of what society can be. When it's not given the necessary nurturing to develop. Before today, I before this moment, I thought Butters was the most abused character on that show. Not it's anymore. Really, it's really Cartman, man. Yeah. From beginning. From beginning. Well, the cows of South Park, they discover this newly giant built clock that's you know that Jimbo and the mayor, you know, unveiled to the town. The golden clock. They steal the clock, Joe. And they take it out to the middle of the field, and you know every every hour or two hours, it doesn't necessarily show you. It rings and it move, move. And as each hour, each uh, you know time frame passes, the cows start to gather more and more and more. So much so that Jimbo believes that the statue has been stolen. Tom and Mary go to jail, Joe. That's pretty messed up. These guys are on vacation. They win a contest. There's nobody around from the television people to ensure that their safety is you're getting sent. Come on, man. There's PR people for game shows like this. They would ensure that. And this is a continuing theme, at least in the first couple seasons. I think it continues later on, too. But there's a continuing theme that no one in that town ever trusts an outsider. They didn't trust the America's Most Wanted crew mm. for in the uh, beginning them. of season two. Yeah, they wound up eating them. They don't trust Tom and Mary. Uh, they There's several, several instances of anyone from outside South Park just instantly being blamed with something. Or, And I mean, yeah, Chicken Fucker was the one that did it, so you can't really pair him in with everyone else but i'm sorry chicken lover chicken lover chicken fucker uh, it's very small time minded uh town yeah, right it, it's yeah very... it's definitely a small town mindset they're like are you from the outside of this town who the fuck are you <laughs> you know what my town i've been married to my wife and you know who's married to her wife and who's married to his wife? And yeah, all of us are all connected. It's one big family. Welcome to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre town. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Kyle gets, uh, you know, he's he's very frustrated in, in this whole time because he's trying to figure out ways. How can they get more money? Well, they uh, they've come across a flyer. That says there's an opportunity for a bull riding contest. And he enlists Cartman to, you know, be in this contest. Now they start off by going to the farm, and Cartman gets on a small bull. It's going very kind of going kind of slow. And Cartman's like, Oh, I like this bull. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's kind of bull I like. Kyle picks up some snow. Stan's like, What are you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm gonna throw the snow at the bull's balls. And Stan's like, Oh, that's a great idea. Throws the ball snow at his balls. You know, Cartman gets kicked off. Of the bull. Uh, I, I should also mention, he also got kicked off of the mechanical bull in a bar and ended up in a pinball machine. I hate you guys so much. What's that? You want to practice some more on a real bull? So they go to the real bull. 
he gets thrown off this, the real bull now, and now he gets a concussion. So he ends up in the hospital. <laughs> they're in the hospital. <laughs> and they're like, is, is Carmen going to be okay to ride the bull? Like, and, no, boys. He believes he's a Vietnamese uh, hooker. <laughs> so they go talk to him, and they're like, Carmen? Ah, uh, he's fine, dude. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, dude, he's fine. <laughs> Let's take him back to the bull riding contest. They take him back. And he, as he's there, before he's, uh, you know, gone into full transformation, he try, he approaches an army boy. Hey, army boy. Hey, army boy. Saki, saki, pie, da, da. <laughs> he still thinks he's a Vietnamese prostitute. Do you think he can ride the bull? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Go away, kid. You're grossing me out. Beat it, kid. Come on, honey. He tries to suck off. Uh, and now, without giving away anything, uh, you know, you don't have to say yourself. You know, have you ever been approached or know of anybody approached uh, in the military? Is that a, uh, a stigma or is that real, Joe? Can you confirm or deny that? Um, not walking the street. Okay. But is it readily available in foreign countries easily? Oh, yeah. Depending on the country, totally. Because in America, it's not as readily you know, available anymore. Now it's going to hush-hush low-key. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You either got to be in the right city. Now the big metropolitan cities, you can still find them walking, the girls walking the streets. But in a smaller town, it's more now, or in a, a, you know, a town that's cons- more conservative, it's going to be internet. You know what I mean? Or you're in Vegas, and you go to the brothel, the only real place, HBO, real sex, or bunny and house. If you're in Vegas, you got to drive at least 90 minutes out of town because it's not actually legal there. Mm. It's the one county in Nevada that it's not legal in. It's the one county in Nevada that's not legal in? Vegas? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's legal so, in 16 of the 17 counties. That doesn't make any sense. None you whatsoever. Gamble, you got gambling, strippers. I mean, you got pro wrestling. You got sports there now, betting. But you don't let the hookers have their spot too? That right. And it would actually... Weed's going to be eventually legal there because it's a Oh, no, it's already recreational. I was going to say, oh, well, then there you go. Everything's legal there, but prostitution. Right. They're getting ready to decriminalize shrooms like Colorado did, too. You know, a prostitute is someone who will love you, you know, and don't they ever understand what Chef was trying to sing? Anyway. Hey, I don't shame sex workers. Yeah, dude, get your, you know, sex workers were actually the foundation of this country. Without sex workers, small towns on the West wouldn't have thrived during the initial gold rush and the going out California way. Thereby, there, there wouldn't have been towns that were built around these brothels, which eventually turned into small towns and cities and blah, 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 blah. So, like, without, you know, sex, we, could, we wouldn't even be here. Right, man. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And back then, women ran the towns, too. You know, they would run the governors and politicians. They'd be mayors and shit. I watched, uh, like, a uh, Adam Ruins Everything the other day. So. Nice. So I got all informed on this shit. I hadn't seen Hell that. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Sex. I mean, I always, I'm always down for sex. So I'm at damn things. And I'm always down if you want to have sex with whoever you want to have sex with, to be clear. As long as it's legal and consensual. 
I mean, if you're on your own farm, dude, and you want to fuck your own lamb, I don't care either, dude. Do what you got to do. Uh, it's coronavirus time, bro. Back at the ball game. <laughs> Back at the bull riding contest. Carmen wins, you know, this sucky, sucky contest. He eventually gets up there. He does it. And he lasts the whole time because he's able to ride that. He's a, I haven't seen a Vietnamese ride that bull for whatever the announcer made yeah. a joke. Makes yeah, it, it was definitely a good one, too, and I can't remember it. Wow, and this Vietnamese prostitute can really ride a bull. I guess she's had a lot of practice, if you know what I mean. She's setting a new world record. Ming Lee, Ming Lee, Ming Lee. Damn it, I should have wrote it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, he had he had the mark of the whore at that point. Oh man, that's nasty. Yeah, it was like, and this brave little whore from the East has really put on a show for us today. I yes. think it was like something like that. Uh, Ming looking... Lee has won our hearts. Ming Lee, Ming Lee. The, the, uh, I guess she's had a lot of practice, if you know what I mean. I mean. Yep. <laughs> she's setting a new world record. <laughs> I pulled up the uh, the script just to get those lines. Let's uh, let her go. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the announcer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So ten dollars soldier boy as Cartman's on the 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 bull still, or and then he falls off and he's like uh, still yelling at, trying to make extra money. <laughs> uh, uh, now we'll get to what did Kenny say because Kenny doesn't have a lot of parts in here. He's got a couple, and right. I've got them marked. And then what did Kenny say? He does have one in here, um, and I'll, we'll we'll come back to it. But they thought Cartman was dead. He was not dead. Kyle's like, no, he's not dead. <laughs> and this brave little orb these really put on a show the winner of the bull riding contest is Ming Lee Carmen hey sucky sucky only $10 uh, and then uh, we then shoot over now to the cow cult as we mentioned the cows were gathering around the statue every hour every time frame whatever it was Jimbo's now called in uh, the FBI or the ATF or whatever they are the same guys that end up working for the ATF later in the uh the Jubilee episodes during the share. <laughs> you can tell I really love that episode. I watched that episode so many times. It's a great episode. It's got it's got a lot of uh, good good things oh happen. yeah it's it is uh plus you've got <laughs> randy and gerald yeah we jacked off in a hot tub so what yeah. <laughs> anyway uh we, oh, going off the rails here we gotta finish yeah. up this episode joe i know you only got a limited amount of time today uh, we appreciate you filling in 40 minutes or so all right well we appreciate you filling in for Scoop, coming back. Of course, you're listening to this episode or watching this episode via courtesy of YouTube by searching Suck My Balls, hackerhumming.podbean.com, as well as on ratsaladreview.com. Shout out to them. They, did a really, they do a really good job of showcasing our show and uh, like showcasing the bio and the info, like setting up all the pages for it. It's really cool. Check it out. There. they got a lot of different shows on there from metal music with different classic metal rock stars and stuff like that. They also do like uh, – like their uh, album versus album where they'll pick a genre and have the two different musics battle it out and other things on there, different shows. There's a political podcast on there. That's also on hacker. I mean, called the right opinion pod, which is a very conservative uh, pro Trump podcast, but uh, he's a nice guy. Harrison Bergeron, 
So he's a very polite, educated guy. He's not rude. He's not like on a microphone being salacious and being, you know, spewing off the rhetoric that gets the clicks that, you know, you see the other very right wing conservatives do like a Tommy Laren or an Alex Jones. Like they just say some shit just to get you to watch. He doesn't do that shit. He's giving very educated his own thoughts. So I, I, I don't mind hearing it from the other side, you know, as long as it's delivered in a very professional manner. So check that out. I'm putting him over a lot here, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go. Uh, that's that's a rat salad review. And uh, of course, hackerhomie.podby.com. Anyway, uh, and if you want, you can go to Joe's uh, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, yeah, his personal accounts, JV Vernola, right? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, search sir. that. It'll come that up. It'll come up. I think there's like a 17 on your Twitch or something. But if you search yeah. JV Vernola, it'll come up. Just yeah, yeah. That. It's like JV to nine. Yeah, just search JV. It'll come up. You'll find it. Uh, he streams he, every there Monday through Friday. And uh, if you like different variety of wrestling to gaming, you can search him there. Uh, if you want to donate, make you know maybe you want to you know help him out. Uh, Daddy you know, needs a capture card. He needs a new capture card. If you want to like, I don't know, send him some shit. If you got spare uh, Apple computers that you know that's been made in the last year or two. And, you know, maybe you're looking to unload for free, you know, and get a free sponsorship on your next show. Yes. You know, Joe's willing to help you out. So hit him up. I'm willing to do that too. Like sponsor me. Yeah, yeah. So the cows of South Park, as we mentioned, discovered this giant cow clock. They've stolen it. Now they're falling like a colt. The ATF, whatever FBI comes in and they basically tell these cows, you need to disperse, get the hell out of here. And the cows in a cult like manner commit suicide, Joe. Yeah. You hear that, cows? You're surrounded. There's no way out. You will now all march in an orderly fashion into this trailer. Move! Hey, where's she going? That's the wrong way, you stupid cow! Oh, dear Jesus, no! I mean, this definitely was referenced to some other, uh, you know, uh, suicide stage events like this that happened in the 90s and 80s and right. all the way back gate. into the Manson, you know. Yeah, and I think Heaven's Gate was like right around that time, too, like you were so, saying. So there was a lot of stuff uh, that they were, but all the cows kill themselves. They, they jump off a cliff. They're all they're all dead. <sighs> it's uh, it's sad, you know. I, yeah, it is. It, it was. Yeah. And Jimbo even makes a remark about it too. It's like, oh, the whore, like, because basically they find the statue and they bring it back, and the, the mayor's like, oh, you found the statue, and where are the cows? Oh, the whore, mayor, the whore. Yeah, the, the atrocities, and it's unfortunate that another representation of law and authority in this episode of South Park. You know, it's they're not represented well. They're stupid. They didn't get the job done, and ultimately, everybody ended up dying and we're not a political podcast and we're not going to go into here of what's going on in the world because we're trying to bring you some laughter but i think that uh, even back in 1998 here joe it's still the message is still pretty clear you know that in every generation we're constantly fighting for civil rights unfortunately it's, it's sad yeah no definitely
It's too stupid. Anyway, Cartman, having won the contest, has now this large amount of prize money that he and the boys use to go back to the ball-throwing game. Uh, the stall owner says that he's going to be really nice and just give them the dolls for the money. I was pissed at this. I was like, oh, kids, why would you just give him $5,000? Like, no, dude. Like, I right? Like, what fucking dolls are worth $5,000? Bro, the only Funko that I know that's like the worst as much, the as much as it's worth, it's only worth like fifteen hundred to two grand and that's because there's only like 10 made it's signed by the person the guy's a star blah 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 like it's more like that whole build up it's not just oh it's a doll and i've watched zach Ryder's videos and seen what he spends on so like i know they exist but you're not gonna find them at a carnival boys no no i mean i've got a 500 piece signed zach Ryder. Uh, le variant version that was only sold at one location he signed nowhere else and that's only worth like 500 bucks it'll probably go up now that he's not with wwe because of the the collector market and whatnot yeah. um so I'm, I'm gonna hold on to it further i almost sold it so i'm glad i'm holding on to it but yeah, yeah. i might unload it at some point like when it gets up to like a thousand bucks i might be like okay i like zach Ryder, but this is a quick buck like i'm gonna make yeah. this when he's working for his boy Cody. Yeah, eventually. It's come July. Oh, uh, none of those guys are beholden to uh ninety day outs or ninety day really? The revival showed up at the pay per view. Well, the revival uh, though, that was different though. The revivals I thought that their contract expired. Uh no, as far as I know, they were like but like even like it was and they weren't More on the NXT deal then at that point? They weren't on the NXT deal at that point? No. Uh, oh. I don't think they were. And it Because I know the NXT is the 30 days. But... Like, everything I read said that the 90 days, even if it was in there, they waived it basically as a, like, yo, go get work where you can. Oh, so they're basically letting them, they're going to pay them their 33 months anyway, and then they're yeah. going to let them go work but... where they want to go work. Yeah, but they waived the non-compete. Yeah, I still don't see Zack Ryder showing up anytime until July. But no, probably not. He'll take his. Yeah. But this is not a wrestling podcast. You can listen no. to wrestling podcasts by going to Hacker. I apologize. That's fine. So the cows are all dead, and the boys trade the money in. They've got these shitty dolls, and they get the dolls, and the doll's head falls off. They only give him two. Doll heads falls off, and they're like, Kyle's like, you know what? That's it. I'm calling shenanigans. And then the cop re-shows back up after them calling it the first time. And they're like, all right, do, do you have declared shenanigans? Do you accept? And the carnival people are like, what the hell? And they're like, the shenanigans has been decreed. And everybody pulls out brooms. And they just start beating the shit out of them. And yeah. shenanigans has been declared. Yeah, and I lo- and Jimbo was like, oh, looks like someone declared shenanigans. I gotta go get my broom. I have to go home and get my broom real quick. Damn. Ah, uh, it's it's sad that shenanigans. I've never been in a carnival that's been declared shenanigans. I'd like to see that just just right. to be a part of that shenanigans. Now, after that, at the prison, they uh, they're taking um, they took the shenanigans people and the carnival operators into jail. Yeah. And as they take them into jail, Tom and Mary are dead. Tom's eyes like half eaten, hanging out of his head. Half his head's eaten with the rats are around. That's the theme. Um. And unfortunately, like 
And this was a misuse of the law. They're like, did you remember to take them out of the jail cell when we figured out that they were not the culprits? <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie. And so the mayor is like, oh, they were never here. You never had them. They never came to South Park. They were never in your prison. Oh, oh, really? Oh, that's a relief. I could I could have swore that they were in my own prison and they died under my own care. Um, so yeah, they're skeletons. So after the event, Stan and Kyle then all of a sudden seem to have gotten hundreds of dolls from this shenanigans uh, fiasco. Yeah. Cart Cartman shows up now, now not under any more trauma and says, uh, I had a weird dream last night that involved me becoming a prostitute and making love to Leonardo DiCaprio or being, me being spanked for hours by Leonardo DiCaprio. And the, uh, and the boys are like, oh, yeah, oh, that sounds interesting. That's weird. And then all of a sudden, Leonardo DiCaprio shows up and he's like, hey, thanks for thanks being late for a great night. And then he drives away. The boys laugh and Cartman yells in his patented line to end the episode. Ah, son of a bitch. And that's how South Park ends. Uh, that was the <sighs> tremendous episode that was Cow Day. So. Let's get into, before we get into the trivia and whatnot, let's get into what did Kenny, uh, you know, I, I, did, I messed up, I messed up again, Joe. Did it last week. I can't even properly introduce my goddamn fucking segment here. Yeah. What did Kenny say? So, in the first part of the episode, Cartman says, well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm meaning to the fact that he lost the money or not having any more money. And Kyle says, well, sorry's not good enough. What are you going to do about it? And Cartman says, hey, I bet Kenny has some food stamps on him. And Kenny says, <laughs> what? As he pulls them out. And Stan says, sir, will you take uh, food stamps for three balls? And operator's like, sure, as long as they're good. Which I thought was that popped me. I was like, oh, of course. Yeah, that was, food stamps. that was one of my top ten. Kyle's like, give him your food stamps, Kenny. And Kenny's like, nah. And Kyle's like, come on, dude. I can do it, I'm sure. And Kenny's like, dude, these are my fucking food stamps. How am I going to eat without all these fucking food stamps? And Kyle's like, damn it, Kenny. Don't forget to food stamp hog. Share with the rest of your friends. <laughs> um, so Kyle does uh, throw the balls, and they get stuck in the mouth or don't go through. And that's what he calls shenanigans the first time. And Officer Barbrady says, uh, "Do you decree shenanigans? If your decree is legit, if your decree is legitimate, then shenanigans is uh, in effect." So he gives them a small ball, and they throw the small ball. You can totally tell it's smaller. I don't know why Kyle doesn't call that out too. Throws the small ball, and this time it does go through. He only wins a comb, and finds out that you have to win seven times. That was that first part of what did Kenny say. Second part here is uh, uh, when I when Cartman gets thrown off the bull, Kenny says, oh, my God, they killed Cartman. And Kyle's like, no, they didn't. He's still breathing, which is a great follow up because in the last episode during Clubhouses, Kenny says, oh, my oh, sorry, Cartman says, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. So they flipped it this week. That was a nice little touch. And then uh, toward the latter half of the episode, when uh, Cartman is uh, Ming Lee is on the the bull, Stan says, "Dude, the bull's gonna kill him." And Kyle's like, "Go get, go help him, Kenny." And Kenny starts to climb over the fence, but then all of a sudden he ducks and goes, "No, I'm not getting inside that ring." 
And then the bull ends up running through the fence and killing Kenny. And Stan says, oh my god, they killed Kenny, you bastards. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what Kenny said. So, that's what Kenny said. Let's wrap up this episode with our some underlying trivia here and some of our favorite moments. Here's a couple things here. The scene where Cartman talks about his dream, of course, mirrors the pilot where Cartman gets an anal probe. I think that's an easy call out here. Uh, It's also reused in the scene canceled later on in one of the later seasons, the aliens, which that's pretty prevalent to what's going on right now, too. After Cartman falls off the bull and looks to be dead in the snow, Kenny says, oh, my God, they killed Cartman, as we mentioned. Uh, That was the creators. uh, Also, it could be a reference to the original short in the original short Jesus versus Frosty, which you can go back and hear our review, the very first episode, Suck My Balls One, um, Jesus versus Frosty and Jesus versus Santa, uh, where Kyle said that Frosty killed Kenny while the boy actually resembles Cartman in that episode. This is the first episode to use an animal as a icon. Um, so they use an episode, uh, the animal itself was used in, uh, in the, uh, the cow, that being, as the, uh, the god, if you will, in this icon. In this episode, the first episode in which Cartman appears, uh, he later makes an episode. I'm sorry, this is the first episode in which Cameron appears. This is one of uh, Jimbo's friends. He later makes another appearance in Two Days Before the Day After Tomorrow. Uh, Cow Days is a reference to Burrow Days, which is a tradition celebrated in Fair Play, Colorado. Mr. Colorado Man, is this accurate? Um, I'm assuming it is. I, uh-huh. I like I said, I've only been through fair play the one time well you need to figure out if burrow days is real i will figure it out and get back to you i would like a full report thank you uh cow day statue is a fashioned statue after the uh gutama buddha the spiritual leader and founder of the buddhist religion one of the carnival games on the Cow Days Fairgrounds is where you have to get balls into the mouth of actress Jennifer Love Hewitt. And at the time of this episode airing, Jennifer Love Hewitt was at the height of her popularity for roles in television series such as Party of Five and the 1997 slasher film I Know What You Did Last Summer, which also included former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette. The Running of the Cows is a parody of The Running of the Bulls. The Running of the Bulls is is the annual event that dates back to the 14th century of Spain. It is now predicted, though, in Spain, France, and Mexico, other various locations in the world, did so as well. It gained controversy in recent years with the advent of animal rights groups such as PETA calling it for its banning. Bunch of people, PETAs, bunch of PETAs. Chamber of Farts and the Line Ride are a commentary on amusement park rides, especially those at Disney theme parks that are notorious for exceedingly long lines but end up being short, which I told you about there. You know, it's small world after all. Another yeah. ride that I've been on that takes that took forever initially that uh, I, I, you know, I'm not saying I have the record for it. You know, maybe at the time I had the record for the day. Maybe I could have just had the record. Who knows, Joe? But when I was... I want to say I had to have been 11 or 12. My parents took us to Disneyland and it was my sister's like third or fourth birthday. So that's why we all went. Right. And it was also another family member's birthday. So we just all did like a big thing. It was fun. But me and my cousin, Andy, at the time, we rode the ride star tour. I want to say like 15 times in a row, just Mm. 
kept writing it to get different ways, different endings, different because you you know if you sit in it in different times of days and different shows, uh, you can also if you sit in different areas of the ship, you can get different views and different different feels different. Anyway, we did that a lot, man. We would just get off that ride and get right back on. But if you waited in line for that line, like for a long line, it sucked, dude. Like because it was a short ride, you know what I mean? It was like Back to the Future, but you're not in the dark. You're sitting what feels like a star wars right set but it was fun you know, you're a kid you know those kind of novel things now like that's just 4d so that's just how you would watch a movie hopefully like especially like the coolest part of i think the star tour thing is the way they have you up because how it's sit it's the chairs are also sitting up off the ground a little bit so when the seat moves forward like you're free falling you're seat belted in it's it's pretty cool i like that feels like you're falling like you're getting that feeling as you're watching the movie you know what i mean mm-hmm. anyway. after finally getting the ball jennifer loves Hugh's mouth the carnival ride operator offers the boy the choice between the barbie pocket mirror and the bon jovi toothpick now barbie of course is the popular doll for girls that has been l- making toys since 1959 joe that's a long time do you have any barbie dolls do you have any family members that have barbie dolls do you play with barbies joe be, be honest. Okay. With, uh, my don't sister fuck, had a couple. I never played with them. No. You didn't play with her. No. Were you a big no. brother or younger brother? Older brother. And you didn't play. How, how long? What was the separation of age? Uh, two years and one day. Okay, that that's fair. That's fair. Okay, mine was a nine-year difference. I was the older big brother trying to play, just you know, like trying to like be quiet, go away, sleep, kind of, you know. Two-year difference, that makes sense. At that point, I could see it. If my sister was, like, you know, 17 when I was 19, or I would not be playing Barbies with her when she was 10, I'd be like, oh, I'm not playing with you. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, she's 17 years old. I'm not going to play Barbies with you. So that's different. All right, that's excusable. You're forgiven. But Barbies were around. Did you ever step on them, fall on them? Oh, probably, yeah. Did did you ever do nasty things to them, Joe? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever? I taught, I taught her Furby how to swear. Okay, that's pretty funny. That's yeah. pretty funny. Did you ever see that stuff on HBO? It would be like one of those real sex shows where it was like toy collectors of yeah. like uh, whipping Barbies or whatever dominatrix type of Barbies. I don't know if you've ever what whatever it's called. Um, the the Twilight movie parody, perfect. In the dark. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Like whips and chains type of Barbies. Like it was on an episode of Real Sex. I was a very disappointed uh, middle schooler when that episode came on. I watched that whole episode and there was no nudity. And like when you're just a kid up late at night trying to do your thing and like that comes on and you're like, all right, real sex. So you're like sitting there watching it intently and then nothing comes on. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, and like, what? Yeah. This is about bullshit. Yeah. You never got it. There was only a couple good episodes of Real Sex I remember as a middle schooler. You All would right. get like like the behind the scene porn episodes where they would interview the porn stars, but they give you the real porn and you're like, yes. 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 But I also had a uh, a weird public access channel and in the middle of the night back in the 90s. There was like a guy that review would review porn in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I found out about it. It was only on Antenna. Uh, this is like Los Angeles too. Oh, man. Yeah. Cal, Cor- uh, Cal Cole, let's talk about that. That's formed, yes. it is uh, confronted by the FBI. Now, I kind of feel like they were talking about a couple different things. The first would be between 
Um, Branch debuted in the ATF in 1993 with a 90-day standoff when the religious cult refused to allow the ATF to search their Waco compound. So that was the Waco, which that's relevant now. There is a documentary or little miniseries, I think, or movie on Netflix right now, right? Yeah, there is. So, and then the other one was the... What? Sorry? Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Uh, yeah. Heaven's Gate, yeah. Yeah, where the Heaven's Gate religious movement that believed the humanity was the product of UFOs and that the Earth was about to be recycled. God knows we need it. Uh, they reasoned that in order to survive, they needed to join with the comet Haley Bop during a period when it was brightest when viewed from Earth. To do this, they all committed suicide on March 26, 1997. This would later be parodied in the episodes <laughs> Two Guys Naked in a Hot Tub and in Super Best Friends. So Super Best Friends. Meanwhile. <laughs> Sorry. Interestingly enough, South Park bagged on Leonardo DiCaprio during the height of his pop one of his popularity stints in 1997 after Titanic, right? In that time, uh, Cartman got a spanking and Ming Lee's clothings. And phrases such as me so horny, me love you a long time, and sucky sucky are reference to Danong Hooker from the 1987 war film Full Metal Jacket. Yep. Um, could have been from somewhere else, but that's what I'm crediting from. <laughs> All right, top like moments. Here's a couple of mine. Tom and Mary get a shitty vacation package. Thought that was funny. Uh, Kyle bribing his mom to get off the street. Give me some money, then I'll get off the street. Cartman enjoying the photo after the line ride. As I mentioned, I, I, as a photo Bruce guy, that's why I worked with one of those companies too. That's why it pops me. And Cartman's just so, he's just so into it. He's like, no, it's cute. It's cute, guys. It's cute. And you know what? Like I said, fuck everyone else for wanting to, Cartman's trying to make memories. Fuck you guys. Shenanigans. I mean, it, it's great. And the yeah. cow cult. I mean, that was a nice satire thing on the cow cult. Uh, yeah. you, you have some here. Go over yours. Um, we already talked about one of them, the uh, 45th largest rodeo in the country. Um, the fact that the carney was willing to take Kenny's food stamps as payment <laughs> for the game. He's got to eat, man. Yeah. Um, Kenny being aware that standing of what Stan and Kyle say when he dies and saying it when he thought Cartman died. I just, I always, anytime they do something like that, I always pop for it. Um, and when the FBI is telling the cows to freeze, the first cow <laughs> to jump, like gives the agent <laughs> a very, like a blank stare, but a very knowing look before just jumping and it's like that moment that like tension like wait this cow what the f and then it just fucking jumps yeah no that's a good point call the cow had some like humility yeah. oh yeah here's what i'm doing and then yeah. it just kills itself you just reminded me another funny part that i didn't bring up when the cows get released and the people are running there's this one guy who tries to egg on the cow, right? And he runs in front of the cow and he goes, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then all the cow does is just look up and then the guy freaks out. Ah! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So those were some of my top liked and some of your top liked. Now, the top disliked. I put long lines at amusement parks, of course. I don't think anybody needs a full explanation on one long, long lines. Suck. 
uh, shitty prizes, but the one I really want to talk about was the hidden ways to win bigger prizes. I hate it when carnivals do that too. I don't know if they do it anymore. I've gone to one that's recently done oh, it. Most yeah. of them will outline it, but I guess maybe on the second rate or smaller one, they'll still do it. Where you have to win a specific amount of pri- uh, like games to get the big prize, and they don't tell you that. Step yeah. right up. You could win this prize. You play one game, and you win the prize. Oh, you got you to save up. Yeah, no, I got to get six of these small things before I get the Terrence and Phillip. Like, why would I want to play this game six times? And why would I want to win six little fucking combs? Like, that's stupid. Right. I hate bullshit. I hate, like, the offer not valid terms and conditions underlining bait and switch of bullshit they don't tell you, Joe. I hate it. Third one, I don't like that when, like, that Tom and Mary died. There wasn't a reason for them to die. They could have just left the town. They didn't need to just die in jail. I mean, it's funny. I get it. It's comical, but I really didn't serve them. Didn't, they didn't really serve a purpose to the plot so that they really didn't need to even be entered. They could have just had cow days without Tom and Mary. Right. So it was just kind of like not needed. And at that point you might as well just let the cow, if like the cows had trampled them, well, that's okay. Then then cow days, cow killed the people. Okay. You know, then you could like at least th- then you have an argument, but just to die in jail, kind of dumb. I didn't like, and they didn't do any racial undertones here of like saying you people are new. They were just saying you know outsiders, and, and that's as you mentioned, that's been a um, kind of a trend for them overall. So, and it didn't really have anything to do with them being a mixed race couple or anything oh. either. You know, that's in the description, like in the Wikipedia and like. Like the bio, like the, the description yeah. of the show. I don't know why they put that in there. It really doesn't matter either. It, it doesn't, but I think it was like South Park's way of trying to show that they were a progressive couple or something. But yeah, I, I it was probably something that they were putting in there to piss off racists. Maybe they did, they did stuff like that all the time. It's true. That's a good point. Well, let's talk about the last thing here. I, I don't know if you saw it in the notes here. I put it down because I thought this was interesting. Let's talk. Let's talk about ticket money math. Okay. Cartman doesn't understand how to do his math, and we're trying to figure it out too. He's apparently got fifteen dollars between the two boys. Okay. Now Cartman initially says that one ticket costs one dollar, but then he also says three tickets cost two dollars and twenty-five cents. Okay. Now I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna get really in math. Okay. Yes, I could plug. You know, one doll. I could plug, uh, what is it, $3 into X and Y equals this. I could yeah. plug it in algebra. I'm not going to do that here. I, I think this is, can kind of be broken down a little bit easier. But one ticket, if that equals $1, and three tickets equals $2.25. Now, they end up spending, Is it? they never really clarify and say that it's three tickets each for the Hall of Farts. The guy just says three tickets. Right. So if it's three tickets for the Hall of Farts, and after the line ride, they get charged five tickets. That's a total of eight tickets that was spent, we're going to say. Yeah. That's, that's what we have to go on. So if that's the case, then $1 was spent for each ticket. We'll start with that math problem. We'll start with that as our base. $8 plus the $3 photo, that comes out to $11. That leaves so them with four. Four, not three. But yeah. it's, I mean, that's close, give or take. If Cartman doesn't know how to do math correctly, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say that's, that's close. All right. However, let's go the other route. Let's say they did spend $2 and 25 cents for three tickets to begin with instead. 
Now, so then, 19, now they, 14, 17. Right. Well, let's just say this. Now they've got they spent they've got they spent two dollars and twenty five cents. Now let's say during the five dollar ticket, they spent the five dollars. So now they've spent seven twenty five out of their remaining nine. So they actually have what five dollars? You said five dollars and twenty five cents left. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, so. That's one option. And then the third option is they buy them in bundles. So they spent eight tickets. They bought spent uh, $4.50 for six. And they spent another $2 for the remaining tickets, giving them $6.50 for the tickets, $3 for the photo op, becoming $9.50. Meaning they should have had $4.50 remaining. $5.50. Or $5.50, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Three different combinations of whether they need to have four, five twenty-five, and five fifty, I guess is what it is. Yeah. And it was probably one of those things that they realized and Matt and Trey were like, ah, oh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> or or it'll be this again, just to make people like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on here? Just to screw with people's heads. I don't put anything past these guys. Four. 475 550 that's the three options is what he would have been left with so we're going to go with the fact that cartman probably spent one dollar each and there was probably tax on the photo so there you go he's got three dollars left and some change but there's your math guys and there's your full episode there's your full breakdown here of season two episode number 13 suck my balls Number 27 here on the Litany of uh, Networks. Now, um, I have tried to reach out to Scoop to try and uh, record with him next week's episode. I'm going to stooge out the fact that we're recording this episode, this next one, uh, two weeks in advance as I'm going on vacation. I will be uh, celebrating my graduation with family and friends uh, about 500 miles out by their house. I got to drive out there. I don't want to record anything other than if I have to, so recording in advance this one though of course that you're listening to now this one will be dropping um on its normal regular schedule time on tuesday if you're watching it that uh, being today the 9th or tomorrow the 10th if you're listening on audio so june uh but then the next week's episode that'll be dropping on the 16th uh that'll been recorded already two weeks in advance um so or it might not be i might just throw it together in the bowels of my parents guest bedroom i don't know who the fuck knows Suck my balls. Joe, Vernola, tell the people we're the weirdos, the beardos, people like Honey Nut Cheerios. They can find you, feel you, touch you, please you, get all in between you. Um, they can follow me on Twitter at JV Vernola. I've got my Facebook page, JV Vernola. The Twitch is uh, JV the Nine. And you, if you're in Utah, um, on TV every Sunday morning at 11:30 on the CW30 out there. So I can wake up and eat bowl of cereal and watch you on TV. Well, if you're in Utah, yeah. Well, you and, know, internet, internet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, DCW is every Sunday, and check out Primo's Premier Pro Wrestling as well. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for another freaking edition. Uh, suck. My balls. Suck them. Put them in your mouth. Put them in your god. In a time 
where we are sad and we are fighting, I have one declaration to you. Take my bath. Take my bath. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album. The King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like podcast and the Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Stakkels junker død Ting tang ting nu til dig Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting nu til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting tang ting Men sådan kan det altså gå når man går uden hue på. Ting-chang-ting-lu-si-lai Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting-chang-lu 